it doesn't have the hit? No. I didn't get the one with the hit. Well, that's stupid. Well, you know. We wasted a good surprise on you. Yep. You suck. This is Optimus Prime. Welcome. Hello, and welcome to the show. That's terrible. That's terrible. terrible. It's terrible. Thank you, everybody. Welcome us in. All right, everybody, how y'all doing out there? It is time for the Nerd Revolution Radio. It is We're live, time. damn it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Nerd Revolution Radio podcast. I'm going to try this again. Hi, everybody. Harry Carey oh, here. Asshole that says we got in this thing and went back in time. It must be some kind of hot tub time sheet. <laughs> Let's try it again. No, no, you know, we're going to start right there with that stupid clip. <laughs> How much of a fan I am not of Hot Tub Time Machine. I could talk about Hot Tub Time Machine for a good half hour. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Nerd Revolution Radio. I am your host, Danny Nogo, with my friends, these guys. And my dogs are here. So. Yeah, doggo. Frankie G and JJ. How are you guys doing? I'm good on my friend this time. Uh, yeah, right. You, you got included in the group this time. Man. I'm, I'm happy. happy to be here as well. Um, we're going to have an interesting show tonight, I, I think. think we are. Uh, this is the first show in 10 shows. This is actually episode 12 that I don't have a list. Wow. You Nothing. don't have a list? I don't have a how, list. How was everybody's Halloween? My Halloween was good. I played video games. I had a good Halloween. How about yours, Danny? How was the Ecto-2 for you? It, it, the Ecto-2 is actually a motorcycle, I think. My Ecto-Northeast Philly was fantastic. Um... It was a huge hit. For those of you who don't know, I took my 2018 Chevy Trax Redline Edition and I built a Ghostbusters roof rack for the top. Had it parked outside of my house. Had a bunch of lights with the Hazer machine going and stuff like that. And uh, a ton of uh, people stopped to take pictures with it, got in the car, did that whole thing. It was, it was, a, it was a huge hit. Ain't nobody got time for that. Or post a video of it on our page. I think that's, uh, that wouldn't be a bad idea. That would be maybe a great I'll, idea. Maybe yeah. I'll do that. Um, I know there was a video on uh, Instagram with me in, in, this, in the driver's seat going, we are ready to believe you. I saw that. That was pretty but, good. Um, it was really cool. I mean, actually, you know what? The coolest part about the night was, see my son, he's here. He, he's a, he'll be 11 years old. And, and I remember growing up on Ghostbusters. Same thing with Star Wars. Like, you know, the first time I heard it was... I'm sorry, watch it. it was my dad showed me the movie and all that stuff. So it was um, the same thing, you know, came around with, uh, I think the dog wants to go out. You want to push that door open for him? There you go. Look at that. We're, we're decided to do stuff in the man cave. We've got the dogs involved with the show, you know. Remember to have your pets spayed and neutered. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead out there, Chewy. All right. So the, cool, the coolest thing that happened with the night was to see um, a guy came up with his kid. And he just recently showed his uh, son. His son had to be maybe three, three years old. He just showed his son for the first time Ghostbusters, and it's been nonstop, the movies. So when the kid came up and saw the car, he was just, like, amazed by it. And, of course, I had the proton pack on there. I let him put the proton pack on, and he, it was like it made his day. And then about an hour and a half later, they came back. Because the kid wanted to stop trick-or-treating and wanted to come back to the car and hang out with the Ghostbusters. And That's I thought that was fun. pretty, That's pretty, pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah. Phenomenal. But phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. The phenomenal one. But I know, but other than that, Halloween this year was awesome. I think next year I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm sticking with the Ghostbusters team. I think I'm gonna actually um, make a real uh, Ghostbusters sign light that lights up, like just okay. like the one you set outside of, outside of the firehouse. I'm thinking about putting like a, a plexiglass sign made. One side's the original logo, and the other side will be Ghostbusters Two logo. I like that. But, I, never, um, I haven't maybe gotten. Maybe you should uh, text us. You know, not three hours before <laughs> Halloween festivities begin. Well, it's it's tough when it's during the week because you know no, people people have work and the next day and and kids have plans. school. Kids have school and yeah, people come up with plans. It was kind of like a spare the moment. Like me and me and Kel, we do something big for Halloween every year. So it wasn't like it was something that you know we put a bunch you of stuff suck. out for everybody. But uh, yes. <laughs> was that extra added to it at the end? 
What? Was, a little, was there a little fart sound in there? No, no. I think that was one of you. That was me. Oh, that was... Oh. See, I never did... I haven't really been into Halloween since my kids got out of it. Like, I used to, you know, with the band, and, like, me and Bird literally dressed in the same costume every single year. Literally, we put the clerk shirts on, and he was Randall and I was Dante. And that was the laziest, phone it in. And it just, it kind of took me out of Halloween, because I, it was before, like, now you see everybody dressing up and are doing, mm-hmm. like, group theme things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's even, kind of annoying. I like it, but I, none of the guys I grew up with, nobody's, they're not, like, they all have, they have kids now, and some of them are grown. You know and, what's funny? I just, I'm not into it as much as I used to be. I just actually went on Facebook earlier. I was looking at my aunt's Facebook, and I found an old photo of me as, as Michael Myers from eight years ago. Really? Let me see that. Yeah, hold on. It's what? me sitting yeah. down with the mask in my hand, and I had the outfit on. Is that, do you have long hair? I had long hair. Very long. It was like, down to like my shoulders. Like metalhead? <laughs> you were, like metal. you were a headbanger? I was. Well, uh, no, not really. He looks like that. he's not allowed within 15 feet of a school. <laughs> <laughs> So well, you'll have to post that. Flashback uh, to eight years yeah. ago. Wait, I want to see. Eight years I ago. See that. Look at that. Holy crap. Yeah. You definitely aren't Look like he had like a little ponytail creepy. hanging over his shoulder. I, I, had, I had long hair at the time. Did you have a rat tail? I did not have a rat tail. I was not like that. And this is me and my two cousins. I had a mullet in high school. Uh, I could see that. Oh. I could see that. Well, you're in the 70s in high school, It was. Right? It was 60s. 60s? That wasn't <laughs> was the mullet 60s. era. No. What year, Frank, what year did you graduate high school? 1989. <laughs> so what? Well, 70s, 80s. 1989, you graduated high school. 1989. I graduated high school in 2008. Yeah, I was like... So 10. you remember, like, the 80s. when Ghostbusters 2 came no, out. I do. I remember like when Ghostbusters came out. I remember the 80s vividly. <laughs> Alf. Why do you think I love Hot Tub Time Machine so, so you much? Were, it's so all it, in the 80s. So 84, you were what? Like, in 7th or 8th grade? 8th grade. Wow. Uh, se- yeah, seventh going into eighth because I That's started crazy. high school and I, in '85, and I and I was in eighth grade in '97, '98. When were you in eighth grade? Uh, it was ten years. Four. Two thousand four. I was like two weeks ago. It's like three decades between all of us. It yeah, really 2004, is. Two thousand four. I was in eighth grade. Jesus. Yeah. Christ. Two thousand four. He was in eighth grade, and I graduated high school <laughs> in '02. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's just trigger happy today. I am yeah, trigger you happy. Really are. This show's going to be a little bit more of a freestyle type show. Yeah. I mean, it, it, might be a, it might be a shorter one. It might be a longer one. We're just going to have conversations, have some fun, you know, ask kind of questions. I had some fun things that we never really talk about. No. We um, never really talk to each other. We talk about but, all the subjects that but like, we have. Yes, like, I, and if, in the first couple episodes, you know, we've, we've had things where you've asked me questions. What's yes. my favorite this? We've yes. had that. But like, right. one of the topics in <clears throat> movies that, that we, we have not really covered... And I maybe because this is where my background of profession is and everything, but like I want to, you know, let's talk about some of these iconic um, themes. Okay. From soundtracks. Let's let's transition to that. Now, okay. On that note. On that note. All right. So regardless, regardless of what just what Justice League did. Yes. Um, Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. I'm almost they, done. Well, what they did was they they took Hans Zimmer's, you know, score and mixed it in with some of the other ones from, you know, who else was it? Um, John Williams and... um, He was in the hospital not too long ago. Yeah. They didn't say for what, though. I didn't see it. That's, you know, it was was funny because um, Danny Elfman, I'm sorry, Danny Elfman did the soundtrack for Justice League and he mixed in, obviously, his Batman theme with the Hans Zimmer stuff and as well as John Williams. He kind of mixed all three of their stuff together. Danny Elfman's... Yeah, if it's if it's Tim Burton related, he's yeah. definitely in it. But uh-huh. that's I have a question about that too. Like, so every every I, every time they had a change of like James Bond, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, there was always a, a brand new song for the movie, right? Right. But the, theme the actual theme the never changed. No. Didn't matter what actor no. it was. They kept the basic exactly. So yeah, I always man, felt like man. you know once you have something that's iconic like that, it's almost like you can't not see it being right. any other way. So with Batman, obviously you had the '60s theme and stuff like that. But when when the '89 movie came out, um, that Danny Elfman track was like, oh my god, dun, 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 dun. no matter what, it was it's Batman. Still, yes. Yeah. And then when the animated series came out, they basically took that theme. Yeah. You know, they tweaked it a little bit because it was a cartoon. But for the most part, it's that theme. You want to hit the button? No, I don't have a button. Okay, I'm not. I was gonna do something, but you I'm don't not. Have a Batman I'm not. Button. I, so like just, now, just now, just here, now here we go. So now, now you go over I to um. Now you go to you know the Superman ones, and I was waiting for it. Boy, you're terrible tonight. 
So this is the John this Williams. This is the theme. John Williams, the, the yeah. iconic. When Man of Steel first came out, that'll, that'll I was in a minute. This is just epic. You know what I mean? Like this should have been it used is. for everything. Listen to that. I, it, it's one of my favorite themes. The whole cool. thing. And then, and then I cut in. This is the new. But one. the thing about this is, like, at, in the beginning, when I when the movie was first coming out, Man of Steel, I was really PO'd that they didn't use the John Williams theme. Now I love this theme. It's um, so it's like I'm kind of torn which one over the John Williams theme. That's what I want to ask you. Like, out of all the movies out there, Harry Potter, Star Wars, you know, all that stuff, like, everybody has their favorite thing, but, like, what's one movie theme song that you just absolutely love? Indiana Jones. That's a good one. John Williams. Uh, one of the it's, – it's more of a soundtrack that mm-hmm. I, that I kind of took a liking to and I would listen to it to fall asleep. Braveheart, the entire soundtrack, is wow. really good. Yeah, it's how many bagpipes can you listen to? It's not all bagpipes, though. But there's, I mean, there is. But because I've seen that movie so many times, I mean, right. I, I, before, like, I'm a big sci-fi nerd, and I love the comic books and all that. But the Braveheart right. soundtrack was the one. If I'm driving in the car late at night, coming home when I was working for the band, mm-hmm. I was coming over to put the Braveheart soundtrack on. It's calming. It's one of those like relaxing things. Right. The last thing I want to do is listen to F and Jesse's Girl again or something on the right. radio. Mm-hmm. I can I can it's actually song. say it. My, no, me not. like I love that song. I I, sh- I love okay. um <laughs> I I pretty so much weird. love the the Jedi theme. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, that's that's yeah. number one. I need a trigger for that too. Yeah, you need that one. I don't have that one. I think it's the Two Sons or something like that. It's called it's something along those lines. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have <laughs> actually that one. No, no, yeah. <laughs> I have it as a. That's that's Luke's theme. Uh, the one he's staring at in Tatooine. That's Luke's. It's not theme. really Luke's theme. It's you because they. It's more. They use it in all three trilogies, and yeah, it's been used more, outside you more of, think Luke. of Luke. Looking at the sun. Originally, setting. I think they were going that route. That route. That's you know what I mean. But like, like now, it's been changed. Like they used it in the prequels. You know? So well, I yeah, have because it's so good. It's binary sunset. Binary sunset. But there. I bought this off of the Apple Store. It was a, as a thing. It's done off the Ocrana. Right. I have one of mine, too. And Boy, I, I feel like I'm going to go back in time hearing that. Yeah, i got to change it get back it? to it. Anybody else get it? Nice. Sorry, I changed my theme back. I love that theme. With the Star Wars thing for a second, did you see the comic... I'm battling a cold, sorry. With, with Luke. And what... What he said actually killed Luke. Yeah, he, he, yeah. he overdosed the on force the force. Or something. Yeah. Like he overdosed on it. He 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 OD'd on the force basically, and that's what killed him. He 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 because he was like a junkie and hadn't used it for so long. Sensitive subject. We're gonna cut that part out. No, no. It's uh, it's. I'm just throwing that little 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 tidbit. We he can... overdosed on the force. That's uh, yeah. That's that's the original. I'm throbbing my temples as we speak. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I like it because it's a slow, just it's a slow build. It's it's a yeah. nice. It's yeah. I just it's just that's another one you say that's relaxing. Now yes. So there there are favorites from that, but one thing and and that's kind of cool that Deadpool brought this idea. <laughs> Brought this back. Just that it popped up on a screen. There has Star been Wars an too. <laughs> so Deadpool kind of brought this back, but almost like a uh, almost directed towards like a parody of what was, but it became another hit. But how there was always on that on that John uh, James Bond thing I was talking about earlier, how there was always a brand new song right. for yeah. that. And then in the nineties, especially the nineties. I mean, I guess I would say mid eighties to like late nineties. It was like movie had to have some. Epic like song, yeah, from a major movie. band. Yeah, I mean, or like, singer. yeah, I mean, right. Titanic. My heart will go on. Obviously, that's probably the biggest one. Kiss from a rose. Kiss from a rose from Batman. Um, the other, you two had one for Batman. Did they? Yeah, yeah, uh, for was, Batman and Robin. Yeah, it was uh, "Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me." Yeah, not an awful song. It's an but, awful well, movie. it's an awful movie. I think the biggest hit from that soundtrack was probably Jewel's song, "Foolish Games." Yeah, that was that. Yeah, I forgot because they because Smashing Pumpkins had three versions of their song. The end is the beginning, is the end, or something like that. But I think Foolish Games, even though that wasn't 
my favorite one on there. It was probably the biggest well, hit from that soundtrack. What was Bat Dance? Was what eighty nine? That was eighty nine. Yeah, Prince. That whole album was a Prince. It's all Prince. It's not um, a bad song. I didn't like it at first, but it really grew on me. But um, the new Deadpool song with Celine Dion is really good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other, other movies that had like shit. Oh, a, a movie that was okay, but the song was bigger than a movie. City of Angels. Uh, yep. Which is Iris. Google right. Dolls. Yes. Yep. Yes. Like, that song was bigger song. than the movie, but that's a fantastic City song. City of Angels is a good movie. Yeah, I, I love. I that. never That's saw Nick, it. Nicholas Cage, really? right? Uh, no, uh, it's really good. Really we gotta good. steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> and then, of course, obviously, Ghost brought back. Oh, the song. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking the about. The pottery song. The one from Ray Parker. No, the no. Pot- the pottery song. Um, yeah, I always talk about this song too, and I can't remember it. Didn't Elvis do it too? Isn't that the version that was on there? Elvis's version? No, it wasn't Elvis. No. No. Okay, so here you go. Here's the the 33 best movie songs the of all song? time. Top Gun, Take My Breath Away. That's a good song. Number 33, uh, My Heart Will Go On. I, see, what? I consider that number at, one. Out of 33? That's, that's definitely uh, top five. 32, The Power of Love, Back to the Future. Wait, thir- so, oh, okay. Power, it's a top, they, they okay. Did th- who does a top 33 list? Like That's a, just a weird number. Not only top 33, but I, I 30, regardless of me liking it or not, even if I didn't like it, I'm not blind. I thought My Heart Will Go no, On probably would have been number one. Men in Black, 31. That, yeah. that, wait, that, that Men in Black went above to, those other two songs? Save Me from Magnolia. I don't even know what that song is. I don't know either. 29, Regulate from Above the Rim, Warren G and Nate Dogg. Which, by the way, what did they sample in the beginning of that song? Uh, Young Guns. Nice. Uh, number 28 is Miss Misery from Goodwill Hunting. Man. I, I don't know how these songs are Number 27 there. is Unchained Let- Melody. Unchained Melody, there it is. Let the River Run from Working Girl. Let the Bodies Hit the Jesus. Floor. Working Girl. That's an 80s movie with Harrison Ford and Melanie Griffith. Yeah. Like when she was hot. 26. What is that? <laughs> is that from, that's from Ghost, right? Yeah, Unchained Melody. Yeah, you're watching the pottery scene now? So iconic. Yeah. Number 26 is Ghostbusters. Wow. Yeah. 25 is The Harder They Come from The Harder They Come. Never heard of that. <laughs> 24 is Cat People Putting Out Fire. I don't know from Cat what? People. That's a David Bowie song. 23 is Glory from Selma. Number 20. Now see, number 22, Eye of the Tiger. Wow. One of the most iconic movie songs you're ever. Yeah. Anytime you hear the Where beginning Where are you getting this that, listed? What's the, what's the website? I'll go back to the website in a second. I'm too far down. 21, Everything is Awesome from the it's Lego probably movie. LifetimeTelevision.com. Uh, Danger Zone is number 20. Another great Top Gun one. Jai Ho is 19 from Jai Slumdog Ho. Millionaire. Oh, God. Really? What? Number no. 18, It's Hard Out Here for a Pimp from Hustle and Flow by 3-6 Mafia. Terrible. 17, Don't You Forget About Me from The Breakfast Club. Another that would that, that could five. That Are could be in kidding? the top. That, but that is absolutely a top five song. Dude, every time you hear that song, you think of yep. that movie. Yep. Same thing with Power of Love. Yeah, but same thing to... with Eye of the Tiger and Danger Zone, like right there. Danger Zone is definitely that's. Uh, the movie what you about, think about Born yeah. Slippy? No. What about I'm Alright? Yeah, Caddyshack. Kenny Loggins. Yeah. That's the power of love. I said that yeah, already. It's a, that's yeah. that's thirty-two. Future. Yeah, that was ranked right thirty-two out of thirty-three. Thirty-two. See, I wasn't paying yeah. attention. They did obviously. 33, <laughs> thirty-three was My Heart Will Go On at the bottom. What? No, number fifteen. I've had the time of my life. By Dirty Dancing. Yes. But see, that, that's, that's top 10. Dirty Dancing. Play top 10. 14, Don't Let Go from Set It Off by En Vogue. <laughs> I 13, Pusher Man from Superfly. Uh-uh. 12 is Goldfinger from mm. Goldfinger. Okay. That's a good song. Yeah, but I don't know if that's even top 15. But 11, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Butch, Butch Cassidy, Sunday It's Kid. That's a great I, song. I, I keep Spider-Man thinking too. Spider-Man, though, when I hear that. <laughs> yes. I think it's Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. 2. Yeah. Uh, number Rain 10, 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. Uh, that's a good song. I, that's a that's a good. But I don't. Song. I don't. I still. That's a great song. Deadpool two used it again. But that's not a song that I would think be even top no. fifteen. Nine. I'm um, easy from Nashville. Keith Carradine. Okay. Yeah. Eight. Streets of Philadelphia from Philadelphia. I wouldn't put that in the top no. ten. No. That's not a top ten song. No. Uh, number seven. Mrs. Robinson from The Graduate. Yes. Yeah. I, I get yes. that. <clears throat> Uh, six lose yourself from Eight Mile again. Yes. Yeah, I would easy, take that. easy top ten. Five theme from Shaft. Shaft. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about I top ten. Know. Four staying alive. Yeah, it's I not bad see. for top t- top five. I'd say top ten. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Fight the power from Do the Right Thing at number three. Three. Yeah. Fight the power. 
Fight. Uh, number Kareem? two, When Doves Cry from Purple Rain. Okay. That I can see. Can you guess what number one is? Because I actually can't really I'm try argue. To guess. I I'm actually, actually can't Daniel, argue let's this. Let's try to guess this. Star Wars theme. No. no. It's not sci-fi. Uh-uh. I'm going to say... Uh, military? Mm-mm. No. Drama? Yes. Drama. Wow. Not Iris, is it? It's not Iris. Okay. I believe it's a 90s movie. Oh. Uh, Leanne Rimes? No. It is uh, a female, though. Because I was thinking Con Air. It's definitely a female. This is from www.thrilllist.com. But the number one song is from a female. Okay. Who actually starred in the movie. <gasps> My, uh, I Will Always Love You. Yes. Bodyguard. Oh, uh, yes. Bodyguard. Okay. That I can't. Actually, I can't give it. Shouldn't be the number one though. I still think Celine Dion might Celine go Dion, into number one. That was more of a cultural impact movie than yeah. Bodyguard. Bodyguard's I mean, a great movie. Did and the other thing is, the other thing is this. So I love lists. I, the other thing is that's not Whitney that's Houston's song. That's all opinion. No, that's the, uh, Dolly Parton. The original was is Dolly, Dolly Parton, Parton's original. but she now, remade she, it. She, yes, she yes. Did, but what I'm now on that note, my heart will go on. Was done in several different variations of it. From a Kenny G the, version. Did you ever see the recorder? The kid playing the recorder. Did he play it? Uh, yeah. Where's put it on YouTube? You have to watch it. It's the funniest thing you'll ever see. It is the funniest thing. The kid is playing the recorder and he's screwing it up. It's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> he's playing what? what? He's playing. I'll, I'll pull. A, it up. No, I can transfer it to that. Yeah, transfer it to your uh, TV. Ah, nice. But just type in um, "kid with our." My heart will go on recorder, and I'll show you the video. It is the funniest thing you'll ever see. And folks out there listening, I'm a nice man. <laughs> you had to get it in there. Folks out there listening, please YouTube. My heart will go on recorder. All you three of you. Regret it. All three of you. Hey, listen. Three, three hundred, three thousand, three million. Hey, Andre, I, three thousand. I, I don't care if two people listen to this. I have a blast doing it. I do too. Oh, absolutely. Here it is. I listen to this at least once a day. It's the funniest thing. He messes it up. (laughs) (laughs) But look at the music video, Danny. (laughs) I have to post it on our page now because I'm talking about it. It's like this kid is in a serious music video screwing this song up purposely. It's like a Kenny G knockoff in Carrot Top. And he's definitely using like the the instrument that you would get in like grade school. Yeah, absolutely. The three dollar plastic recorder, yeah. <laughs> Check will, out the whole full video after this after this episode airs. I will airs. definitely post a video later on tonight. I would do it. Post it once the once the episode's out there, so sure. they can know what you're talking sure. about. So I mean, well, by the time they hear this, it will be tonight. What? It'll be tonight when they oh. hear it. Eventually. Oh, I, I got you. The episode will be up tonight. I see I was what like, he did. Uh, no. I see what he that, did there. That, that you know, forward in time stuff, Back to the Future stuff. Has it, have any of you guys ever bought? I mean, obviously, you said the Braveheart one, but kids, have you ever Marty. bought a soundtrack for a movie? I have. Yeah, I have. Do you have your favorite soundtrack? I told you, Indiana Jones is my favorite. But like, do you, have you bought the any of the albums? I mean, there's been four movies, right? Um, I can't say I bought the. Isn't there only been three it? movies? The fourth one never really. You know what's funny? To be honest with you, I like the fourth one better now than I did when it came out. No, the I Crystal don't. Skull. I don't. Mm-hmm. No, it's the terrible. Shia, a Sheila Booth joint. Sheila Booth. It's terrible. If you've ever seen, like, there's actual a video on YouTube that shows like the worst CGI effects in movies. That is definitely in the top ten. I got a bad feeling about this. Me too. But uh, I was, he had that. Uh, it's funny there. because my dad had a whole mess of records, and I was <laughs> I was looking through them the one time he had the Bee Gees album from Staying Alive, the John Travolta movie. I think I have that on vinyl. The, too. I'm sorry, Saturday Night Fever. Was that that's what it's called, right? Saturday yeah, Night Fever. S- Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, he had that soundtrack, but it's Bee Gees, Staying Alive. The yep. funniest thing in the world. I'm like, what? I'm of a- all the records I found, he had Beatles, Rolling Stones, The Doors. I see the BTS. I'm like, all right. It's actually a really good album too. Well, it's a popular album. Period. It's one of oh, their absolutely. best albums. But I bought actually uh, a CD collection of Star Wars, the like all the different mm-hmm. theme songs, if you will, to that. 
Um, transitioning from movies, do you have a favorite video game soundtrack? A video game soundtrack. Um, trying to think. That's actually that's a good question because I think I do. Well, on that note, I was just playing the Ghostbusters game and it had like the soundtrack from like the original movie. Mm-hmm. And I and this the movie the game takes place two years after Ghostbusters two. Ooh, here we are. And I go like that's cool that they use some of the classic you know the orchestra type music from the original symphony music. But I was like. I was kind of PO'd. I was like, you should have used some of the stuff from part two. You know what I mean? Like, that would have been right. cool. But, um, yeah, what, what is, I don't know, what's your favorite Final Fantasy seven? Absolutely. Oh, you know, I got one. Favorite. Yep. Halo. Okay. Yeah, I, I love the that. Halo soundtrack. I actually have it on my Spotify. The Eris the theme is, I legit, the first time I ever played that game, was like shocked when they killed her in the video game. Like, and that theme, I actually was like, I sat, and I, li- I was like, oh my God. And that's going to be one of the games that they put on the little PlayStation that comes out. Is it what the PlayStation do? What Nintendo did? Yeah, everybody's doing one, but the PlayStation games don't. Xboxes? Look, they don't look as good. Not Xbox. They now. don't look as good. They don't. The but Final Fantasy VII is the only reason I would buy. And Metal Gear, the original Metal Gear. Well, this is by far my favorite. If this is favorite. some weird ass Dragon Ball Z no, no, stuff. No, 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 no. This is about <laughs> video games. This is without a doubt my favorite. This oh, that's right. That's not a video game. I knew he was going to do Kingdom Hearts. If you listen to this, it's amazing. <laughs> Joke all you want. No, I, I can't. It, so- have, it sounds like it's. It sounds like they have an the orchestra. end of every Disney movie where the little animal finds its parents no, finally at the end of the movie. Intense. They actually have an orchestra going around the world doing the songs for Kingdom Hearts, and it sells out everywhere. And I'm pissed that I missed the last one. They did that with Zelda. They did the orchestra. Yes, they did. They did the Hyrule thing. Yeah, that was really good. I didn't get to see it. I didn't it, see I it either. It was really good. But just listen to this part right here. Ready? It just picks up and it's great. It just picks up and it's great. Listen. The beat's about to drop. Oh, it did. It did drop. Very good. Shit just dropped. Ready? Ready? Hold on. Oh, more. Oh, you hear that? I do. I, I like big band stuff like that, though. Remember when Duel of the Fates came out? Yes. For the first time? Did not mean to hit that. Kingdom Hearts on that for round, man. They don't that <laughs> for round. Uh, all right. So with with music, what's your favorite era of music? Like like just overall in general music. What's your favorite time period of music? What what like what could you what will you always go back to all the time? What's your favorite go to? Eighties. See, mine's 50s, like Sinatra. Okay. Like like big band, nice. big Halo. band Sinatra. Okay. Like, Frank Count Basie and like back when Vegas was just starting to come up before it was was a big popular town that was all mob hey, running. Hey, you there, little girl. How you doing? There's a, there's a concert that he does <clears throat> at the Sands. It's a live concert Sinatra? that was recorded that Sinatra does. Sinatra's the man. He's, it's Frank Sinatra with the Count Basie Orchestra. And Frank Sinatra, it's this small little room. And he's just talking to them. Like, he does his songs, but he just talks to them. That's how Frank Sinatra and always presented himself. He never had a concert. It was him having a conversation it was, with someone. And it was. And he, and he didn't go up in, in sneakers and jeans. He, was, he wore a suit. Professional. That's right. He was oh, a professional. Love and marriage. Have you ever... Um, there's a clip of Frank Sinatra on Johnny Carson. Yeah. And Johnny Carson asks him, he goes, well, when you're making love, whose records do you play? <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> Don Rickles comes out. Oh, it's a great segment. It's a great I, segment. I love that little concert, listening to it. And it's called Live at the Sands. Mm-hmm. Because like near the end of it, he's just telling them about how he's just going to go get drunk and hang out at the bar. Right? He's like, I'm going to go over to the bar. I'm going to get drunk and hang out. And he was talking, he, he made some kind of a joke about how they were doing construction and something about how he wouldn't let Sammy Davis Jr. in. Like he, it was a completely, completely inappropriate pack, no, joke. That's a group right there, man. Com- they don't make music like that no, anymore. I used to have that poster hanging in my... The Rat Pack? Yep. It's there, the four of them and their names on the marquee of Don, the Sands. Don Rickles had a good joke. It wasn't really a joke, but... He was out to dinner one night with some girl. This was on Johnny Carson. He was telling the story. He goes, I'm out to dinner one night, and Frank Sinatra was telling the story. Let me set it up. Frank Sinatra was telling the story about how he saw Don Rickles at a, at a restaurant. I think I heard this, yeah. And Don Rickles goes over to Frank Sinatra. He goes, hey, Frank, do me a favor. I'm with this really, you know, really beautiful girl. 
can you come over and you know say you know me type of stuff and frank's like yeah no problem don so frank walks over to don rickles and the girl he goes hey i'm frank sinatra and he goes hey frank can't you see i'm eating (laughs) (laughs) don rickles was a legend man don Rickles was great. Johnny Carson was great. Yeah. They don't make them like they used to. No. no. That's for sure. No, they I don't. mean, unfortunately, none of us grew up in that era. Wow. Well, you, you did. Not in the Johnny Carson era. I was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Did, did you? Yeah, I saw. I, yeah, I mean, Letterman I, didn't start until the late 80s, right? Yeah. Carson went. Uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Bye week. Yes. Uh, Johnny Carson went until. I forget. Uh, he went into the 80s. Yeah, he went into the 80s. He was on for like almost 30 years, wasn't he? Uh, he was on for a really long time. 1992, 62 to 92. So it was 30 years. Yeah. 62 wow. to 92. Okay, so then you guys did grow up in the Johnny Carson era. Yeah. Both All of right. us. I take a little bit. Back. I grew up in the Jay Leno era, who I love. Jay I, Leno was Jay great. Leno was fun. I always remember Jay Leno doing the Doritos commercials. So, you yeah. know, I got this really good show. Yeah, so the other day, this guy goes up to me and goes, hey, man, your car is like, really nice. <laughs> that was actually pretty That wasn't good. a bad... That was almost as good as the other guy he does. Oh, I could do Johnny Carson, too, if you want. <laughs> Every time we do Bane, you got to play that no matter what. Oh, I, that'll, that's, a, that, that's a sticker. You think Jay Leno is your ally? Oh, you think darkness is your ally? <laughs> you merely adopted the dark. No, you, need, you know you need? You need to actually take the I was from born the in it. And he goes, oh, when the kid is singing... It. Oh, what a lovely, lovely voice. That's a lovely singing voice. Yes, yeah. what was that from? It's, I can't remember. Oh. It's when they were in the football stadium. Yep. And the kid's there's, singing the national anthem. There's a parody of that. It's like some drunk kid. He's singing in a bar doing karaoke. He goes, oh, that's a lovely singing voice you have. <laughs> there, what a lovely, lovely, what a lovely voice. voice. One of the other podcasts I listen to is uh, it's a Kevin Smith podcast. So he does. He does like twenty of them. But the one that I, the one that I really like a lot, is called Hollywood Babylon. He does it with Ralph Garman. Ralph Philly Garman. Guy, right? Ralph Garman yeah. grew up a Cotman and Caster, a uh, huge Philly guy. Uh, Ralph Garman was Mark Wahlberg's father in Ted. Is okay. the most the, the thing that pops into my head the most with him. But anyway, one of Ralph Garman does all these voices. He was like he ended up becoming like really good friends with Adam West, and he does a phenomenal Adam West impression. One of their little skits that they do, Kevin Smith does Bane, and he does Adam West. And it's really, really, really funny. Because that's pretty much all what Kevin Smith does is, oh, you thought darkness was your ally. And then he he does that voice, and he'll hold the microphone over, and he'll he'll talk like this, and he'll... It's like the only impression he does, and it's hilarious. You ever to the Preston and Steve show? Yeah. Steve does a really good Bane impression. Does he? He does good voices. <clears throat> Steve's very good at voices. He, I think that's how he started out with voices. He's a comedian. Yeah. I met I met them at... I uh, met Preston. I met them twice. For anybody who's out there listening, Preston and Steve is a show on 93.3 WMR. Yes. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. I met... Once I met them, they, they did a... My friend won tickets to go to one of the lost season finales at the Trocadera. Okay. And there were all kinds of audio problems and they were like, it, it sounded awful. I got wasted because I was buying buckets of beer and I met Steve in the lobby Sounds and I talked to beer. him for like 10 minutes and he, he's just, he's hilarious. Yeah. He seems like a funny guy. Yeah. I bet Preston, I was, uh, when I was working for Wawa at the time, we had that welcome Philadelphia thing yeah. at Independence Hall. <clears throat> and he was like the guest, I guess the guest of honor or whatever <clears throat> you want to call him. And uh, he was up on stage, and I felt like a groupie. I was like waiting for him, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, can I get a picture?" He goes, "Yeah, man." He goes, "Thanks for being a fan of the show and all that stuff." Was it was it Chubby Preston? No, it was was when he lost yeah, he, he lost he lost a ton of weight. He lost a lot of weight. I saw that too. And then I saw him down in spring training this past year for <clears throat> Phillies. Oh, really? He was down there. Yeah. Uh, my mom was a big fan girl. She's like, "Oh my god, it's Preston!" Took his pic- took a picture with him and everything. I got a picture with him too. The other the other time I met him, you'll you, you'll like this. Uh, Reed's Bluebell. Huh. We were. I was working for the band. Uh, we were. It was their painfully single mixer, and we were going on oh, after yeah. that. So the band was set up, and they were up. They were. Marco was the drummer. Well, it was one of Marco's drumming. One of the times Marco was the drummer. Uh, this oh. guy was in and out of the band like twenty-seven times. So he was literally. Kind of- he's the only guy to ever play every like position in the band he's literally done everything that's anyway, right that's right he is so all, everything's all set up and they're all on stage doing a contest and i'm standing back in that little well mm-hmm. with with the monitor board and nick from the show is sitting up there and he's got two 
He's sitting on he's sitting on Tony's drum stool. He's got two adult toys in his hands of different colors. And he's like rapping on the, the snare drum with it. And Tony saw him from across and you know how Tony was with his drums. He didn't like anybody to touch his drums. And here's Nick doing little drum beats with So he's kinda like a what's the name? Step Brothers. Yeah. 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 Dale. Was it Dale? Yeah, yeah. That was uh that was the look Marco had. And he comes running over and I had to go out and stop him because they were in the middle of doing a contest and he couldn't exactly go on stage and tell him that. And then after that, they had Preston come up and he played Sweet Emotion because he's, he's, he's a phenomenal good drummer. He's a drummer. He's very phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> That's a little local flavor for our, uh, our handful listeners, of listeners. Our Philly listeners out there. Preston, Steve, you're listening. Come on the show sometime. They're nerds. Uh, they like dude, that I would stuff. love... Steve's got a uh, like a, a action figure collection yeah, right behind that, him in the studio. Yeah, yep. He's a big Batman fan, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's a, a huge, huge Superman fan too. I but just, I always, I was He's a phenomenal fan. Phenomenal. <laughs> so we had uh, two pay per views go down we for did. WWE. Mm-hmm. We did. Since our last. I'm podcast. a nice it's really the only trigger have I have be- left. Between that and the rock one, is that all you have for wrestling? <laughs> Unfortunately, no yeah. I could I could play this one just for the fun of it. I have come here to chew bubblegum oh, and kick right. ass. It's close enough to wrestling. And I'm all and out of gum. All out of bubblegum. You should have got the Duke Nukem one. They live. I saw that. I didn't I didn't listen to it. Yeah, there were there were it's two there were two pay per views. And I was a little unhappy with the direction they went in both of them. Uh listen. You were or you were? I was very unhappy with the I direction watched, they went in I watched both Evolution. of them. Very good. Didn't watch Up it. until the last match, I kinda turned it off. Not kinda, I turned it off. You didn't like the Ronda Rousey match? No. Turned it off. So I disagree. Turned it off. They made Nikki Bella look too strong. That Nikki Bella look- took it to her more than Alexa Bliss did. Come on. No. That's not what I had an issue with. Well, Charlotte, Becky that match Lynch, was awesome. That no, phenomenal. 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 I heard that match was phenomenal. Amazing yeah, at all. That was probably one of the best uh, matches. Period. Last man, last woman's match. Period. Seen. Like, yeah. Best. One of the best matches. Period. Yeah. Had, now I'll tell you what the Survivor Series where they got Becky versus Ronda that's going to be, gonna be awesome. That's going to be a because Ronda's up. able to really do do a lot of stuff she probably couldn't She's do with. She's gotten so much better on the mic too. Oh, she, they're she's basically def- she's setting up better. Charlotte and Ronda at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Right? I said that. I said, yeah. but here's here's where what I said even more. I believe WrestleMania will be headlined by them too. I think uh, they will be the main event. It should be. It'll be Ronda and Charlotte main it sh- event. It should be. Man. Who the hell wants to see? Uh, I'll get to that in a second. Oh boy. The problem I had with Evolution, and I didn't watch it. I just yeah, I read the up, things. What was your issue? It was the Trish and Lita win. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't like that either. I grew up watching them. Like, not grew up, but that was the era that I loved and I liked. I was part, I was all in on the Attitude Era. It's They don't need to win anymore. I think it changed once Alexa got hurt. Yeah, I think that's kind of... Okay, I, I can see that, but... But here's the other thing. I, I felt... What I felt on that match itself was um, it was kind of a waste. And yeah. not not because Lita and Trish were involved and all that stuff. Well, you, correct if you, me if, if I'm you wrong. ask me. I really, really, really wanted to see. Just, like, look what they did. They brought Shawn Michaels back for Crown Crown Jewel. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. But I mean, Lita, Trish, and Mickey James. And if it was a triple threat, the history like that, between them, all the three, three of them, they, right. they should have had a triple threat of them three. And well, it probably that would have been. If you ask me, that would have Trish, been a paper, that would have been an event. Trish is like. The female Undertaker. She looks like him. No, 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 no. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not talking about streak or anything like that. I'm talking about like popularity. Popularity, as far as the female wrestlers in the past. I don't think. Who do you think's bigger than Trish? Lita. No. No. Oh no! No! No. Trish. Are you going? Are you talking about past overall uh, Past. past? Who's bigger? China's not around anymore. She's dead. So where do we? What do we? No, Trish is the biggest. The rest of the and yeah, Vince still has. A, proxy, Vince still loves biggest, her. By proxy, she's the biggest female. Superstar. She was. Yeah, she's. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so if you're okay. Gonna, if I you're, gonna, you're talking about like the equivalent. Uh, let me rephrase no, no. that. I thought you were saying her popularity is like the same as the Undertaker's. No, what is, I, what I mean by that, what I mean by that is like every if they have her involved in specialty it's gonna events, it's going to sell tickets. Sure, right. Sure. So if you had Evolution and say Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey wasn't on the, the roster, okay. Trish Trash would be your go-to. Well, you yeah. hands down have to be. because 
besides because here's the thing the the women's division is getting bigger yeah sure but for the past two years they had to keep rotating the main events to be the same ones it was always sasha banks uh bailey charlotte and becky them four why because they were the four best in ring wrestlers at the time right right they were still you know you know, Brett, like breeding, I should say. The, now you got the one, Alexa. You're getting Bliss, a lot more. Alexa Bliss is Naomi, into is now. Oscar, but, but they really need, buried her. Man. You need Oof. the same thing they do at WrestleMania, the Royal Rumbles, all the time. They still, when you watch Royal Rumble, okay, you look for who's coming back from an injury that they didn't tell you about, who's surprising, and what legends are going are going to be coming out to wrestle. You know they're not going to win it, but you want to see who's coming out. Like they had Diesel come out, all that kind of stuff. In a women's Big division, cool in a women's <laughs> division, they don't have that. They have Lita, Love Trish. That. They have Lita and Trish. After that, you have people Kelly, like Kelly Kelly, Kelly and Tori all that Wilson, stuff. Who never was a wrestler. Kelly Kelly's you. coming back. I she said that. she wanted to come back. She's I heard not that. Really a good wrestler. No, she's not. But you'd be surprised a, what they could do now. Either, in she's my what? eyes, she's not a good model in my eyes either. She's pretty, but she's not like Kelly Kelly. She's not that. I love Kelly Kelly. Could have dealt without it. Yeah, well, but uh, was, she was she was in a time when women's wrestling was just so like apparently with the five minute slot with the crown jewel when they did the commercial for WrestleMania, they removed all the women that's from the, the advertisement. Renee Young was there, so we no, saw no. The, we we saw the but ones with in the women. house. And one thing they never did was they did not specifically talk or mention Saudi Arabia as itself. Yes, they kind of like put that. They 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 kept saying crown jewel, crown jewel, that. crown jewel. Right. The crown I mean, jewel, right? The crown jewel. Look, I understand the controversy over it, but they got—they had a con—they have signed a contract. They have—they're getting a lot of money. A lot of money, but they have a signed contract. That's not something that you can just back out of. You know? Uh, yeah. I'm sure. There I mean, there, there's there's done. certain things, but I mean, I like uh, but, I saw like a, his excellency. They said something like that. Yeah, get, yeah, I saw a part of that. And what like. What happened? Cena and Daniel Bryan backed out. Yeah, right? they, t- they said they wanted no part of it. Yeah, they backed out. As, yeah, <clears throat> right. I didn't watch it again. I didn't. I don't have the network, and it was on in the afternoon, and I was. Stuck we actually watched we, highlights. We watched highlights, and we skimmed through it today. I I read about it, so I don't understand the Shane McMahon angle. I don't understand why he won. All Spoiler right, so alert. all right, yeah, so here's, here's how it went down. They had they had the tournament for the. The greatest wrestler the greatest in the world. The world, in the world. Cup, the world Cup of Wrestling. Since CM Punk and Jericho and weren't able to make it. You're by right. the time they got to the finals, it was um, Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre on his side, who basically helped him cheat through the whole thing against The Miz. Right. Uh, middle of the match, Miz, uh, Ziggler goes out of the ring. Miz just comes to get out of the ring like anybody. He didn't jump off the top ropes or anything. That he got out of the ring, just did the simple hop down and... The way he landed, it looked like, you know, he tore something. Right. And he collapsed. When I first watched it, as soon as I watched it, because I watched it today, I went on Google to find out if it was real. Right. Because, one, he really has never been injured. That's He's never been injured. And, two, that collapse looked real. Right. Um, I had a very similar situation when I played basketball when I was a teenager. Uh-huh. And, in and, there, it hurts. Yeah, and it hurts. well, how goes the first? How it happened when I did it was I stole the ball. I'm running. I had like a breakaway shot, and I went for a layup, simple layup. I came down, and when I landed, it almost felt like your knee was jelly, and it came yes. out and then popped back in, mm-hmm. and it didn't hurt. Right. And then I fell to the ground and collapsed. I got up, and that's when I fell, and I had yep. pain. And that he played it off like that. The only, in my opinion, acting or no actor, like. To do it like that and really get away with like, yo, I think something just happened. It, most people who do that know what that feels like. It hurts. So when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, I just Mine went back 15 similar. years ago. Mine was playing basketball. My body was going one way, but my knee went the other way. Yeah, that's exactly what, how it happened. Oh, it's the worst but pain I, ever. I couldn't walk on my leg for like four months. Yeah, I, I went through like a little bit of therapy for it and it basically the said worst I, I could... I didn't go to the hospital or anything like that, but it was the well, worst they, pain. They told me I had, to get, I had to get surgery, but if I got the surgery... At the time, this is what it was. If I got the surgery, there was a chance that I would be walking around with a limp for the rest of my life. <sighs> and I said, F that. You know, I'll, I'll let it heal and whatever. I had a hard time. I still, to this day, like if I play basketball or like when we play softball and stuff, going pain? to my left is a lot harder than it used sure. to be. You it, know? It's, uh, luckily, yeah, thank luckily you so mine much. was I was in eighth grade. So again, you know, <laughs> yeah, and you're, you were younger. I'm younger. Yeah. 
It, but trust but me, he did. It hurts. He looked like it was. It looked like it was real, and he kept I screaming, felt. "No, no, don't, no, don't!" I've never do. been I, injured. Like, yeah, I've, I've never been injured. I've never been injured. And Shane's out there and stuff like this, and the ref's going, "You know, he can't go. He can't go," and stuff like this. And then they're like, the announcer goes and announces the whole thing, like this is what's happening. And Miz is like, "No, no." Now, if you ask me, I think they're they're going to be turning. Wait, who got hurt? Dolph Miz, or Miz? Miz. Okay. Now I think they're using this. They're turning Miz into a to a face. To a face. Really, I love him. As I a think heel. they're going to. I think he's been a heel now for him as five, six years. I think but they're going to start it perfectly. I know, but I think they're going to start changing him over. So I think they're going to give him some time to like reboot his character <laughs> to be a, to be a right a lighter guy, a lighter character. So he goes down, and then an announcement comes up, and this and here is your winner, and that's when Shane says, "No, no, it's not going down like that." And I'm like, "Well, who's going to do? What are we going to do?" Like in a normal tournament, you go, "Okay, who's the guy that lost to Miz?" And you bring him out. That's you would think that's what they would have done. Which would have been Daniel Bryan. Which no, which would have been um, Seth Rollins. Okay. Okay. So, but then you wouldn't have had this issue if Daniel Bryan was there. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But um, so then that's or when Cena. they so that's when they decided uh, that's when Shane goes. I'm I'm going to step in there and do it. And which I think is kind of pointless. Kind yeah. of the whole tournament. Well, to pointless. be honest with you, the whole thing was pointless. The whole Crown Jewel yeah. World Cup thing is just dumb. Well, the whole pay per view itself. Yeah, I mean the whole thing was dumb. But like the other thing is like, what I don't like about these things that they're doing is to uh, they're putting the older guys over over the younger not guys. Just that it's it's the whole vibe. I get it because it's uh, it's almost like. How in it's the, literally you know, just a business well, at this it's point. It's how the NFL goes and plays over in London. London. And now they're doing Mexico or something soon, too, right? They did but, Mexico a couple years ago. And they're they talking about putting a team in London, which the but Jaguars here's, should here's, be the team. But here's, yeah, but here's, but here's the thing. They, they treat it over there. It's almost like some of the players at Eagles even said, like, oh, it was like a mini Super Bowl vibe. So I get it, but I felt like by going over to these countries, you know, Australia, wherever, and you're putting these specialty pay-per-views together – which really are just thrown together. It's it's. If you ask me, it is a house show on a WrestleMania stage. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what it is. Like, and even when the even when like Raw or SmackDown go to the UK, nothing Major significant happens. ever happens. No, it's a very boring show. I mean, I remember the one time they were over in Italy. And that's when Santino Morello won the Intercontinental Title. Now, and the way they did that was great, though. Yeah, because he was like. A but fan. think about it. Since then. What has happened? Anything big happened over Nothing. there's never been title changes. There's never not that I can remember or no. anything memorable from no. that matter. Um, there's never been like anybody comes back. There's no there's no like surprises. It's very straightforward and, and it bores me. Yeah. Well, to, we gotta mention that one big thing too that happened at Crown Jewel. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah Hulk Hogan Hulk came out as the, as the host. Yeah, he came out. Which nobody even knew about it until like the day before. I knew he was coming back, but I didn't know he was coming back for that. Yeah. Because they had been I talking think, about it. I th- and then him coming out to Real American? Come on, that's just hilarious. Well, I think, I, think, I think it had to do with um, Cena and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yeah they too. needed a big name. Well, they needed somebody there. There's some, they're, he's doing something with the NWO. They're doing a tour yeah. with him, Money. Hall, and Nash. I could, yeah. it's, they're not wrestling. They're doing like speaking engagements, like right. autograph money. signings. Oh, well, money. definitely money. But I think they're gearing up to put yeah. them in the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, the probably. NWO itself. Yeah, yeah. That w- that would make. Did sense. you see before you? they left for Crown Jewel? I guess it was one of the SmackDown shows, or maybe it was Raw. I don't know. But Shane McMahon was in the ring, and Shane started to talk. And wherever they were, they started chanting for CM Punk, and they were chanting loud. And Shane, well, because they kept talking about the best in the world. Shane without yes. with Shane without missing a beat goes he's not going to be there or something like oh, that he like did? he acknowledged them oh wow it's Cena always a, acknowledges it though Cena but Cena likes CM Punk remember right? the Rock like, called CM Punk yeah. in the middle yep. of the ring that yep. was funny and then they were furious I, I, I think I I the watched Rock was basically it. like what are you gonna do fire me like I like watched <laughs> I the interview to. and um and it was about Cena and asking about about CM Punk and it was like I guess it was on a podcast a YouTube right. Thing. And CM Punk talking about how, you know, The Rock had seen it, kissed Vince McMahon's ass and all that stuff. And apparently Cena and CM Punk on a real, they respect each other. Like right. They do. Sure. And so they do, like, CM Punk likes John Cena. It just feels like he got more of a push because of how his relationship was with Vince. Well, and, yeah. Usually which is how true, it goes, right? Which is true. But, like, I mean, at the same time, you can't blame the guy. When the money's coming in, you're not going to stop the train. You're not going to turn it down. You're yeah. not going to turn no. it down. Listen, yeah. if you're handed an opportunity... Who's going to turn it down? Is he ever going to come back? No. I don't think so. You don't think he'll no. ever? Well, I wouldn't say no. No, would... he's not coming back. You'd say that, but everybody you know thought why? the same thing. Warrior and Stone Cold. Back. Pride. It's n- 
a little bit of pride, but it's not so much Vince McMahon. Hunter. Piss- yep. Oh, okay. I knew it. It's Triple H. He acts so so back. Because if um, you were to, if you listen, if you've ever listened to CM Punk talk, his whole is everything. I don't want to say his confession, but basically his his. his yeah, grievance, he 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 had a very he had a lot of issues with Triple H, and if Triple H would back, not put him over. Exactly, he didn't. and then when and he then didn't. and then they wanted and then finally when CM Punk was popular, Triple they H wanted came they out of they want well to burn yeah, that fire out. yeah they, he came out of retirement so they wanted to have Triple H and CM Punk. And CM Punk said, I, I mean, no disrespect. He goes, but I don't have to wrestle you to sell tickets. Right, and right. You know what I mean? And he goes, and his, and his opinion was, you know, he's like, a year ago, in the past two years, he goes, that was my year. Yeah, he goes, and you, and you he goes, purposely destroyed goes, it. And you purposely destroyed it. He goes, and now I got to where I am. He goes, "Who you know whose turn it is now? And the audience wants it. We want it. And he deserved it. Like, it's Daniel Bryan. Yep. He goes, and I'd rather main event with Daniel Bryan and and and... You know, uh, what's it called? Bring what did what did they say? Uh, bring him over, not like what push him, put him put, over. Uh, put, yeah, put him over. Daniel Bryan, put him over. And it's not that he had to put him over. It's not about that. It's about like him going like I'm the bad guy. You know, right. I'm I'm on top of the world. He goes, who's the hero right now that's on top of the world? Everybody Daniel wants Bryan. was the, which is Daniel Bryan, which for years he's been saying this guy is is your main event. He's like, but because this guy didn't look like the rest of your main eventers, you're not giving them a chance. And that was what CM Punk's argument was. And with Hunter, that's what he said. He goes, all these years, he goes, you wouldn't give me a shot. He goes, I had to go out there and get it. And every chance I said, let me do this. And they're like, in their eyes, like, you're like, you're not a, you, you don't sell tickets. Like, you're not, right. you're not the, you're not, you're not a star. You're like a mid card. And every chance he got a chance to do something, it was, it was insane. Cena had more merch. Yeah. I mean, CM Punk had more merchandise sales than John Cena did at one point. Well, yeah. And The Rock wanted to fight CM Punk as a heel. And CM Punk's like, I'm going to lose a lot of money when I become a heel because, you know, the kids yep. aren't going to buy right. the, the bad guy stuff. They're going to buy John Cena's paraphernalia. And Vince McMahon's like, oh, I owe you. You know, according to CM Punk. Right. You know, CM Punk at one point, if you remember, CM Punk was in the straight edge society. Right. Without a doubt, one of the best factions, very underrated faction. Mm-hmm. He was the main bad guy in the company, and they had the Miz square off against John Cena at WrestleMania, which yeah. was stupid. The Miz was more of a gloater. He wasn't like the fans hated him because they just hated him. They hated him because you know he gloats like stupid. Does he come back to wrestle anywhere? No, no. You think he, he's done? Ah. He's not doing too good with he's the done. MMA. He's done. He's done with the MMA. But he's still training. He's going to focus on the comic book thing. I think, in my opinion. Oh, we'll see what I happens. I don't think he's going to... Listen, I mean, the WWE forget... That's the maybe, one thing well, That's maybe, the one thing about the evolution that sucks. Is let me, let me with, rephrase. He might come back because Cody Rhodes is on top of the world right now with Ring of Honor and New Japan and all that stuff. And Cody he, Rhodes left his uh, faction. The Bullet Club. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, Cody Rhodes is the driving... Him and Kenny Omega are like the driving force behind right. the indie wrestling. So I think they can convince CM Punk to come out and maybe just show up. It maybe it snowballs into something else. But well, I think with the evolution, but talking WWE, about evolution, I would say forget it. I would say well, forget with it. CM Punk and evolution, where I'm getting at is with the female stuff is like AJ belong there. Yes, yep, you absolutely. Know? And because of the CM Punk drama and they're married, she's going to stand by her man. Obviously, sure, she is. sure. But it would have been that would have been fantastic to see. I felt bad for Paige because she couldn't be involved. And like she I basically felt, started the evolution. Well, I felt and AJ if did. you ask me, I felt like I felt like Paige should have had more of a role. In evolution, I agree. You know something along the line, like a special, special guest referee or something. Not even a Becky Lynch match would have been. They should have never had. I don't. They. I don't think they should have had. Maybe Michael Cole, out there, but it should have been Renee, Michael Cole, and Paige. I'm sorry, as, Renee Young stinks. But I'm just for what it I'm is. Just saying. I don't think Renee Young stinks. <laughs> That's your wife, dude. She, she, she just she's more of an, a reactionist more than a uh, color commentator. I mean, well, like, we haven't really had anybody since Gorilla Monsoon Jerry and King. Jerry the King Lawler, and of course, um, Jr. 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 Yeah. is a play-by-play guy, though. Yeah. yeah, but nothing will ever compare to Jr. the King. I don't right. care what anyone says. Nah. Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain were awesome. Yeah, they were fantastic. But Jr. and even King. Vince, Vince was great too. Yeah, Vince was good. Vince and uh, who else was with Vince? Uh, it was Vince and Jerry King Lawler. And somebody else was with them, too, wasn't it? Uh, Ventura. Uh, Jesse. Was it Jesse? Jesse? Yes, Jesse, Jesse was. Yeah. Jesse Ventura. And with Survivor and Series Man. coming up, I watched What about my, Booker T, sucker? 
Can you yeah, dig it? No, I don't Taz like did it too. Taz, Taz did it. was a great color commentator. I, I watched his. Uh, well, of course, you got Paul Heyman. Paul oh, Heyman's phenomenal. Every, phenomenal. Phenomenal. I watched the the little Booker T. Uh, Paul Heyman. One of my favorite Paul Heyman calls. I'll have to pull that one up real the, quick. The, the Booker T uh, slip up when he was. Oh, God. With Hulk Hogan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, wait. What did he do? With the oh. Harlem Heat. Oh, he was yeah. he was doing they were doing an interview. I guess he had the tag title or something or he was it was it was in, in uh, NWA. It was, it was NWA. And he, he says uh, he was caught up in the moment and he's mm-hmm. like, Hulk Hogan, we coming for you. And he dropped the N-bomb on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, yes, TV. yes, yes. I remember. And it was re- it's really funny to listen to because he kind of like looks away and he's like starts pacing like, you know, like because he's staying. He's trying <laughs> he's to stay in character. Yeah, I just did that. Sherry Martell. Yeah. Is it Cherry Martell? Yes. She actually like puts her head yep. down and laughs. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to watch And I watched again. the I watched because you mentioned it uh, during the last episode. I watched the Kane thing again. I I I the Canaanites. The Canaanites was that's great. It just segment. the Rock's faces during that are so they're they're just perfect. Oh, it was a perfect segment. That it was, was great. That's one of the best segments ever. How was that? He's got it. Look at the he's trying uh, to play. <laughs> keep see. talking. Oh. Hide hey, that so there's ads playing. Okay, DJ L. That's what he says. Damn it. Damn it, Dwight. Stole my joke. <laughs> yeah, before we before we wrap up, there's one tiny little thing I want to, excuse me, off-road to. Something we don't normally talk about, but I want to wait for JJ to get his, uh, his, little, his, sound, his, clip. his sound clip that is he's watching a 30-second YouTube ad. And <laughs> So while you're doing that, I'll just give you this long one here for fun. Does that include that's what she said? Mm-hmm. Wow, that is really hard. That's what she said. You really think you can go all day long? It's my favorite one. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. She always loves me satisfied and smiling. Well, go ahead. I stopped. No, I was already... Hold on. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, He's not very good at this. He's really not good at this. I missed it. Yeah, you did. I'll get it. I'll Everybody's get it. missing it. This is gonna be. See, this is hard because I'm not on Wi-Fi down We're here. We're still waiting. That's all right. There's well, a lot. lot of empty this space is a lot. This is out. gonna be a lot of cutting and pasting. That's and all right. You're good at this stuff. I, That's what I, they yeah. pay you the big bucks for. This is JJ attempting to. Well, I don't have Wi-Fi. Okay. You. I could have gave you that. Suck. You suck. Let me go back and start it since you oh interrupted me. This whole segment. We are still. <laughs> Wait, do that again. That's a better one. Here we go. My favorite one. That's Shane jumping off the Titan Tron. Paul Heyman and JR calling it. That was one about without doubt one of my favorite calls. That only took about I'm sorry. Eight minutes. Yeah. I didn't have it prepared. Like you had your son to Now I apologize. So I wanna folks. I wanna off-road just a second. Sure. This isn't something we normally talk about, but I know this is something that JJ, I can get JJ a little passionate about. Okay. Uh-oh. I'm probably gonna be quiet on this, ain't I? Uh no, I don't think you'll be real quiet, but Let's Free go. agency is coming for the Phillies, and JJ's already oh, arguing on Facebook. Here you go. We talk about ninety nine percent nerd stuff, and then you're going to go I'm into throw, local sports. I'm stuff gonna throw, okay, we this actually sports. isn't super local because it, it it encompasses all of baseball. But Machado a, and Harper, Machado and Harper is what is what everybody's talking about. I, and I want to hear J, uh, JJ's thoughts kind of mirror my own for the most part. And I want to hear what he, I want to hear his I want to hear what he has to say about everybody's everybody's. Everybody in Philly, for the most part, is beating the drum for Machado. And Harper. And Harper. Well, here's my thing. I do want Harper. What has Manny Machado done? Numbers. Okay. Stats. But let's look at just this postseason alone, what he has done. He has totally convinced me we do not need him. We do not need that attitude. This postseason just proved the type of person he is on the field. Couldn't agree more. When When you come out. And say you do not hustle. What does what does that show me? What does yeah, that he show said it's me? not it's not in his blood, right? When he said it's not his style. When he specifically says, 
I'm not going to be Charlie Hustle. Right. That is the that is the benchmark of, of a Philadelphia baseball. Philly. Of baseball. In Philly. Exactly. Chase in Philadelphia. The reason that yes. man was so loved because, I mean, that man would be in a wheelchair still playing the game of baseball if yep. he had to. Did you see? He wasn't even on the roster for the for the Dodgers. For the and he was out travesty. there. But he was out there taking batting practice. He was taking fielding practice. That's he was helping the players out there. That, that man was not on the postseason roster. They weren't beating the Sox, dude. But here's the thing. Even if you knew you weren't beating the Sox, you put him on. him on the roster. Yeah, you put him on as a bench guy. You had Ryan Matson on the roster. Man, that didn't Who throws work out. beach balls. Yeah, that didn't work out for anyway, him. Anyway, many would chatter to me. He proved in the playoffs that numbers don't mean everything for me, especially in this city. We already have a player who does not know how to play the game right. Adubel Herrera cannot play the game right. That's mm-hmm. my God's honest opinion. Mm-hmm. That I I um, and I think Gabe Kapler is the wrong person to be the manager for this team. I agree with the Kapler thing. So I'll float this out to I you. I was on the Gabe Kapler bandwagon at the beginning when I I, I was on the Chip Kelly signed, bandwagon. So when they so signed, was everybody when they signed yeah. when they signed Gabe for Kapler first, for the first season. I liked I liked the style. I liked the direction because mm-hmm. it was different. Yep, it was a bold new strategy. I know I'm using their term. Be bold. It was a bold strategy, and it was like, listen, you tried something, try something new, see what happens. You, you know, the team wasn't World Series or bust this year. No, but it was one of the worst collapses in the history Absolutely, of the Phillies, without a doubt. Listen, I think I, it was the worst. I went it? down to I spring training this year, and I'm going to tell you the God's honest truth. I've been down to spring training four years now. Okay. That's a trip I want to take. It's awesome. It's I a great trip, and I I love it. I already, I booked my place for it already next year. Nice, but um. The years prior, I had been down there. It was their, you know, their they were in their rebuild phase, and it wasn't. A, it was a good atmosphere, but there was something different this year. You felt it was a different sort of energy there, and it resonated into the regular season. Like they were doing really good. Like they they were clicking on all cylinders. The trade deadline came, and they totally just collapsed. I think that that blood, that new blood that came into the locker room, totally killed the vibe, the the, the, the juju, whatever you want to call it. It yeah. killed it. Uh, Gabe Kapler didn't know how to handle it. He kept saying, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. We'll be okay. And he just didn't know how to handle it. Like, a regular manager's manager would have taken the team into the locker room and probably been like, you know. They needed to be yelled at. Yeah, absolutely. Just once. Just once. And they didn't. You kept playing Odubel Herrera. You kept playing Andrew Knapp. You kept playing Cesar Hernandez, who probably had, like, two broken feet. You were playing Estrubal <laughs> Cabrera when he was hitting a buck 12. Well, they didn't, they didn't pick up any of their – Contracts. You, you, so they let they let all those good. acquisitions they made, they let them all go. See, the best acquisition they made in that trade deadline was Wilson Ramos. Yeah. Because that was high and risk. And they're going to let him go. That was low right. risk, high reward. So two, two th- couple, couple quick things with the Phillies. John Middleton, who wants nothing more, who is probably the best owner that we have in, 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 this, in the city. Better, I'd say he's even better than Lurie just for the fact that he wants he's not afraid to, spend to money. win and he's not afraid to spend money. He's incredibly close with Scott Boris. That's why right. I believe that Harper will be here. I, I believe so without a doubt. I, I do believe Harper will be here. Again, I'm not on a Harper bandwagon. I don't hate him, but I don't love him. I don't I don't it, it, I don't like him because his attitude. His attitude if, but you never it may change. He plays the game the right way. Right. He is say, a hustler. He's a ball player, bro. Not he a is. hustler, but he's 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 Charlie Hustle. Yes. He does play the game the right way. That's the only only props. What about him. what now? What about this? And I don't know if I, I haven't read it anywhere. Mike Sosha was fired. Mm-hmm. He no, he's, he's available. He, he like, or I'm he, sorry, he, he wasn't he, fired. He, he, he resigned. Retired. He retired. No. What's to say the Phillies don't, don't grab him. Mike Sosha and that him. is how they grab Mike, they grab Trout? Yeah. See, if you my, have to, if you have to get Sosha, no, you don't have to. But if you that's going to help any you, leverage to get Mike, no, Trout. you don't. You don't. You don't. You just need all to you got to say is, hey man, you want to go to an Eagles game? Okay, cool. Send He's them, got season tickets. He's send, right. them, send them. Send them the pitching guy that they refuse to pit to give up. Send them. Send them. Sixto. Sixto Sanchez. Send them. Any single player, I would send them whoever they Hoskins. wanted. I don't. Because I would I don't send think, them Hoskins. I don't. I think Hoskins can be fixed if he plays first base. I think Hoskins. I think a lot of those guys can be fixed if they can. You know, have it's our a new hitting cover coach. photo. They don't have a hitting coach. They don't no. have a hitting coach. They don't have a pitching. coach. No, they don't. You explain to me how a guy like Jake Arrieta 
had that awful season. Yeah. He was not worth Rich Doobie, much, where you thirty five million dollars, whatever he was, whatever his contract seventy five million dollars. And you still got him for a couple more years. Same thing Two with Santana. Years. Two more years max. Santana, I, that was should, a travesty. We should just try to get John Gruden. We should. John Gruden. We should. We'll talk about we that should. train wreck. Yeah. But um I just I, I now just wanted my, to float. My thing my, yes. that the Mike Trout thing and I'll wrap it up with that. The Mike Trout thing, give up whatever you have to give up for Mike Trout and give that guy a ten year contract because he's only twenty six, twenty seven. Let him finish his career here. Let he, him finish his he career will. here. He wants to be here. There's no no person on this planet wants to be in Philly more than Mike Trout. Well, what what's hold, what's what's the holdup? Because apparently, he's got, I, I, hear, I, he's got I think he's got two more years. No, he's got. This is his last year. And here, this year going Yankees in is his last they? year. Oh, everybody wants him, but the Yankees have a stack. That's why the Yankees got Giancarlo Stanton. And I wouldn't be surprised if they get Machado. I would not be surprised if the Yankees got Machado. I hope they get him. I hope go. They, Machado he belongs be, in L.A. He could be a Rod Junior up there. That 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 attitude is New York and L.A. personified. See, me no and, offense, anyone out there. Me and JJ could just sit here and talk sports all day. Absolutely. Absolutely, I could. But I mean, you know, I can talk sports with you when it's a sports show. Well, I mean, yeah, I know. I, I just want we maybe we'll cut it out, but yeah, we'll cut it out. You don't we'll have to cut, cut it, out. it out. I don't you mind. Know, I mean, you don't have to cut it out. Talk sports all we want and just have it all cut out. You just got to remember, you know, we're not not everybody's like us where we love no, no. Star well, Wars and we'll sports. That's why. We'll that's why it. I put. That's why I waited till the very, 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 yeah. very end to but, to yeah, even. I don't want to even. Now I heard that they're trying to get Charlie Morton again, the pitcher from yeah the Astros. I. Might be opposed to it. He he he, yeah. He had a he, he got hurt. That was it. No God. <laughs> well, that's no, gonna do it for this episode <laughs> of the Nerd oh Revolution Radio, y'all. Oh, no. I need that for what me. Oh my God! Oh my God! Frankie G, JJ, Peace. we're live. Damn it! We'll see y'all next time. Not anymore.